you see videos like this online, it is from people who are frugal penny pinchers trying to shame you for spending money. When the honest truth is, if they had money, they would buy the exact same things that they're advising you not to buy. Oh, don't spend $5 a day on your Starbucks coffee. Dumb. Anyways, I am making this video because a lot of you guys know, I budget $2.5 million a year to just spend. I have a rule that I have to spend 20 to 30% of my income and that percentage will go up as I actually get older, more in my late 20s, early 30s, because I feel as though if I'm not gonna spend money then, well then when am I gonna spend money? And at least get that level of enjoyment from it. Because I'm only 22, you know, I'm still relatively young. I try to be a little bit more on the safe side, but my safe side still means that I spend millions and millions of dollars a year. So I'm making this video as someone who has pretty much bought everything and can buy anything. So when I tell you to avoid these seven things, listen to me. Okay. Now there'll be some things on this list where it doesn't matter how much money you make. You can make 300 million a year. You should still never ever do it just out of principle and because it's just bad things to buy, but a lot of people who are even broke still buy these things. Then there are a few things on this list where if you make over a million dollars a year in your 20s and 30s, then honestly just spend the money. Like it, it doesn't matter, you have enough financial abundance in your life. Congratulations, you're not only financially free, you're financially abundant, so just spend that money. For the other 99% of people watching this that don't make a million dollars a year, avoid these things. So let's get into it. Now, the first thing to avoid buying in your 20s are business class and first class flights. Now, before you crucify me, listen, business class and first class tickets really are one of the best things to spend money on when you have real financial abundance. And let's say you're traveling for business or for an event, you know, something where you need to be sharp, you know, you need to be performing well the day or the day after you land. Well, then for sure, fly long haul business or even first class 100%. But the thing is, especially when you're flying for personal use, that means you can't write it off as a business expense. And then the next question you need to ask yourself is you got to start comparing. Let's say you're flying to Bali and you spend $6,000 on return business class tickets and it's $1,200 for economy tickets. For the extra $4,800 that you're saving, what amazing, beautiful experiences could you have in Bali? I mean, for $4,800, that pretty much, you can live a pretty good life for a month, even two months in Bali. You know, spending money on business and first-class tickets is totally worth it until you compare the benefit from that compared to the benefit that you could get when you actually arrive at your destination, you know, all the extra money you could spend there. I mean, let's say you're doing a six-hour flight from London to Dubai, and you save $3,500 by going in economy instead. Well, then the first thing that you do when you arrive back in London is you go to the Apple store and you buy yourself $3,500 worth or, or pounds worth of, you know, a new computer, maybe a new phone, maybe some AirPods, like whatever you want. So when you kind of imagine that, because I know, you know, you think about the long haul economy and, you know, how nice it is to get the little amenity kid in business class and coming from someone who spends a lot, a lot of money, I can tell you it does make sense, but not when you compare it to what you could spend that money on instead. And the last thing that I will say about this is I know I have a very successful audience. So a lot of you might be making 300 grand a year, 400 grand a year, and you want to fly business class just to get that first experience and that first taste of it. Be very careful. This is a word of caution because once you fly business long haul, once you can't go back. That's it. That is an expense for the rest of your life. It is almost impossible to go back to economy after that. So just bear that in mind. Try to extend your first business or first class long haul flight as long as you humanly can, because as I said, there's much better ways to spend your money. The next thing to avoid in your 20s is bottle service. Ladies and gentlemen, some of my good friends either own or run some of the best clubs in the world. So I know the back end of the business and it's just, it's so hilarious. For a bottle that you could get for $150, you're spending $800 just because it comes with a couple sparks and to get the sparklers, you can't just buy one bottle. You need to buy like five bottles, but it all comes down to psychology. Clubs would go bankrupt if guys didn't hold the belief when they walked in. If I buy enough bottles, girls will come to my table 
and then maybe I'll get laid. This is the intention of 98% of guys who buy bottles at the club. And I'm telling you that not only is it a waste of money, it's also just a horrible strategy. What will happen is girls will come to your table, they'll talk to you for two minutes, they'll take your drinks, and then they'll go back to the table with the guy that they actually want to sleep with. So every once in a while, you know, you may bag a, a drunk seven in the club, but is that something that you really want to be proud of? Now, look, I'm not saying don't go to the clubs because I go to clubs maybe seven, eight times a year. But the difference is I don't go there to meet women. In fact, my security, I specifically tell them, don't let, I don't care if they're a guy, if they're a girl, don't let anyone near our table. And that's because usually I come with, you know, 10, 15 of my girlfriends and my guy friends, like I'm just there to have fun, relax, blow off some steam, just be a little stupid. But I'm going there with a full understanding that this is a waste of money. You know, it's kind of like casinos, you know, you're wasting money, but you know, it's kind of the fun of knowing that you can waste money, but at least you're not expecting anything from it. You know, I think casinos can be totally fine as long as you go in there realizing you're paying for an experience. It becomes dangerous. Casinos become dangerous when you go in thinking, oh, I'm going to get a desired result from this. I'm going to make some money. That's when casinos become a little bit more dark. And as I said, a little bit more dangerous to a person. I think clubs are the same way. I think if you want to go and buy some bottles and, you know, just have fun with your friends and just be a little stupid, go and that's fun if that's your psychology. But going there specifically for the purpose that, you know, guys usually buy bottles. I think that's where it becomes just really stupid because you're wasting so much money and it's just not even a good method or a good tactic. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you the amount of times that guys go back home in the back of an Uber with cranberry juice on their feet, a $6,000 charge on their Amex, ordering a shawarma on Uber Eats thinking, what the hell have I just done? And yet they still do it the next month because yeah, they think it's a good strategy to find uh, you know a potential uh, suitor for that night. So as I said, stay away from nightclubs unless you're really just there just to be a bit stupid with your friends and you know, you're there to blow the money and you actually have the money and it's sensible. The next thing you want to avoid is a super expensive TV. Now, this is stupid for two reasons. Number one, you know, every two, three years, a new curved Z led 40 popcorn making new, t I, don't, I don't know anything about TV. It's like comes out, right? So every two, three years, like there's a new invention gadget. You know, sometimes I see them in specific stores that I have to walk through. So as I said, every two, three years, you're going to feel like you need the new tech or the new version, but that's not really why it's stupid. The reason it's stupid is because you're spending a lot of money on something that actively drains you of the ability to make money or live life to its fullest. When you buy things, you can't just think of the cost. You have to think of the second order consequence. So yes, you spent the money on the TV, but the second order consequence is now you feel obliged to use it. You know, you've got this flashy thing that makes it easier to binge watch Netflix or binge watch YouTube. And look, let's be honest with each other, Netflix or YouTube, majority of the time people are just there to keep themselves entertained. They're not actually getting anything useful or meaningful out of it. So the first thing I do whenever I go into like a villa rental or, you know, even this apartment, I live on the serviced apartment side of a hotel. So this place came fully furnished. There are one, two, four, four TVs. I unplugged every single one of the TVs because even that little red dot annoyed me. So I just turned all of them off. Look, when I'm 50 or 60 years old and I've lived my life, I've had my experience and I will have time to sit back and relax and, you know, maybe watch some more movies. But for now, there is a beautiful life out there and I need to capture it. And so do you. The next thing you should never, I don't care how much money you make, should never spend money on is OnlyFans. I mean, look, there are so many things that are wrong with this, but first of all, it's so funny. The guys who will refuse to spend $20 on Skillshare because they think it's a scam, you know, to have infinite amounts of courses that they can learn from. They won't spend that $20 on Skillshare, but they will more than happily spend that on some girl's OnlyFans subscription. And the other part of it is OnlyFans is reaffirming to the person that they have no abundance with women in their life. So they need to resort to literally paying a girl for access 
to a part of her body. You know, I have a few acquaintances and people that I know that have explained the inside of the industry to me very well uh, and in great detail who actually run OnlyFans agencies. And from what I understand, the monthly subscription is only like the hook, like it's like the teaser. And then from there, the girls, well, that's the funny thing. It's not even the girls. You are literally chatting to a dude. These dudes all run these OnlyFans agencies. So when you think you're flirting with a girl, it's just a guy. Like you're literally paying another guy for access to a video or photo from a girl that doesn't even know your name. She doesn't even know your existence. You're funding her life and getting nothing in return. Dumb. So look, no matter what financial situation you are in, we live in an unfortunate world uh, where this is becoming more and more common. Do not pay for OnlyFans. The next thing you want to avoid in your 20s is jewelry. You need to understand the second that you buy it, the value of it drops by 40 to 80%. So please avoid jewelry unless you, you know, you're treating your mom, treating your girlfriend, maybe your wife. You know, that's a different story. But if you're trying to buy jewelry, uh, let's say, for example, for yourself, you are really just pissing away the value of it, you know, there and then. And that's why I made a similar video to this. And I said, watches are great. You know, when I get allocated a watch, it takes me 15 seconds to decide. Like, for example, a couple of days ago, I got allocated a Patek Philippe Celestial. That is a 250,000 pound watch. So around like $300,000 a watch from the boutique. But I don't really need to think about it because it is a hobby that I can enjoy. I can park my money a lot of times even make money. I mean, for example, this watch is worth nearly half a million dollars. Most people would never know that it is a platinum green dial Royal Oak. You won't find many of this in the world. Purchases like this, I don't really need to think about. Whereas, you know, so I'll gladly spend a quarter million dollars on a watch because for me, I'm enjoying my hobby, but then also keeping my money safe. Whereas a $10,000 piece of jewelry, I'm like, hmm, is that necessary? Is, you know, do I really need it? Because just remember, it's not how much money you spend on something, it's how much money you lose. Because if you spend a lot of money on something, but you're just parking money there, you know that your money is safe. You know, with watches, a lot of cars, you know, a lot of collectible items. If you know that your money is safe, then you're not spending money or losing money, you're just parking money. Whereas with jewelry, you really are just, you know, wasting money away. So that's the other thing I see a lot of people in their 20s, especially a lot of people who listen to like a lot of rappers and want different chains and custom pieces and you know uh, this and that I would avoid it and by the way I have some very cool pieces I mean it's nothing crazy but like maybe $50,000 worth of jewelry from Van Cleef Cartier a couple other uh, smaller brands and I can tell you honestly 360 days of the year I wear just a watch or maybe a lot of times no watch with how crazy watch crimes getting these days and a little string here and that's it really these days especially less is more now the next thing to avoid and I see a lot of people doing this and it makes me really sad honestly are any sort of crypto or gambling signal groups here's my issue in life people usually tend to only look at the upside when it comes to opportunities or investments. And they never really think about just how much money they could lose. And by the way, this is why through all of these years, I've still stayed very passionate about helping people with their agency or service-based business because they could not get a client for six months and it doesn't matter because their running costs are maybe 15, you know, 30, maximum $50 a month. Whereas, you know, if you get into a crypto or a gambling trading group and, and you're putting $2,000 into that investment, you could literally lose $1,800, $1,900 worth of that. So I would always recommend stay away from any sort of, you know, gambling or crypto signals group. And by the way, there is a person I subscribe to their uh, private uh, gated crypto information, but this person doesn't do signals. They don't wake up and they're like, okay, Tuesday's call. We're going to do this and sell it at this and blah, blah. You know, they talk about things from a macro perspective using risk levels, never talk about a low cap altcoin or anything like that. You know, it's all really about market conditions as a whole and studying that. So the other thing that I would say is if you get these subscriptions, the issue is let's say, you know, this person is lucky that day and they do happen to make the right call. Okay, you've made some money, but you've trained yourself that the only way that you can make money is by copying someone else's trade using, you know, none of that beautiful brain of yours to actually bring value to the world, provide value to a person or a business or whatever it may be, and in return, get money. So please stay away from any specific
specifically short-term speculative uh, crypto or gambling signal groups. Now, last purchase to stay away from in your 20s is any sort of strip clubs or casinos. Once again, I think both, by the way, I will say I have never been to a strip club and I've never been to a casino. And I don't say that to try to be on my high horse. I want to at one point in my life. Like, I know I'm the type of person I did LSE for the first time when I was 15 and I tried basically everything under the sun by the time that I was 17 or 18. I think that's one of the reasons why as I've made all this money over the years, I've stayed pretty grounded because I don't, I, you know, kind of been there, done that and experienced it whenever it's, you know, whatever. So as I said, when I tell you to not go to a casino or strip club, I don't mean that from a high horse position because I definitely do want to go at some point just to try it. As I said, for me, I can go in and spend 10, you know, if I lost $20,000, I wouldn't even blink twice. You know, to me, that's just some funny money for the day. If you're making $100,000 a year and you go in and you blow 3K, like that's stupid. And I see a lot, a lot of people who go into casinos and spend money, go in casinos or strip clubs and spend money willy nilly. Or once again, they go in with the wrong intentions. They go into casino thinking, oh, I've got my 5K and, you know, maybe I can triple it. Okay, cool. Maybe you could also lose it all. You're only thinking about the positives. Or they go into some of these adult clubs and end up, you know, falling in love with a stripper and thinking that, you know, they actually care about them. Those things aren't necessarily bad if you go in with the right intention and you actually have the money just to spend and, you know, you don't even need to think twice about it. But in your 20s, avoid it. Just spend money in better ways, please. So ladies and gentlemen, there is a list of seven purchases to avoid that you've probably never heard anywhere else because as I said, I have spent millions and millions and millions a year. And by the way, the reason I say that, I've done all the stupid stuff. You know, there's a couple of things in here that I haven't done, but like I've done all the stupid stuff. I've spent money on about anything you can ever imagine. All the things that people put on their wallpaper, dream of, I've done it all. So I brought you a list today that is honest, truthful, transparent. I'm not here to tell you don't buy your $5 coffee. I'm not here to tell you, you know, don't go out and enjoy nice expensive restaurants with your friends. But the things on this list specifically, please, please, please think twice. So now you know what not to spend your money on. Now I'm going to give you a list of side hustles to actually get your money up this year. So you 100% should check out this video on the best five side hustles to start this year.